Welcome to the K-Dog and Fish Show. This is Fish. I'm K-Dog. And uh, we are so excited to be recording this uh, podcast today. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. get this up right away, so I think this information is super uh, helpful. Uh, before we get into today's topic, I really want to mention that we just got all 11 Avengers Endgame Funko Pops. Yeah. We are the Funko guys, so it, it, it would it's weird if we don't mention that like this is big news because they're hard to get right now even just yeah. like initially like release day they were gone like, flying off the shelves i was in yeah. uh, a few eb games and hot topics and uh managed to uh, snag us some exclusives and the commons were just flying off the shelf yeah so we do have them they are in stock they're on the website kdogandfish.com just search avengers uh endgame they're all two for 30 and we might be one of the few people that actually has all of them in stock. So yeah, they're going to be gone soon. That's for sure. Check those out. Uh, so I wanted to mention that before we get the ball rolling here. Which um, one's your favorite? What, of the uh, comments. Avengers Endgame comments? Yeah. Of the Thor. Yeah, Thor's pretty cool. I mean, the yeah. the eye, the, yeah. his new, like, and I can't wait to see how this comes about because he's going to have that new... Uh, it's not really his hammer. It's his new like hammer slash axe and yeah. weapon. Um, I mean, we're going to have uh, probably, I would say next week, we really need to focus on and get ready and do a podcast just all about Avengers Endgame because mm-hmm. that's coming in theaters on April 26th. Yeah, that'd be a good podcast next week. So we'll yeah. definitely talk more uh, about what we think about the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell from the pops what's going to be you know really the storyline or anything we kind of these are just sort of you know the survivors if you will of the thanos uh snapping of the fingers and they're all dressed in these gray pajamas uh and suits getting ready for something we have a lot of theories there's not much to go on by the pops and i think that's their whole thing can you imagine the wave two after the movie is released and people kind of know what's going on. They'll do movie moments. They'll do a wave two of like cool spoiler oh, yeah. kind of facts and stuff. That yeah. I'm looking forward to those pops in this series of what we've seen so far. These commons, I think that yeah, the Thor is the coolest. What about you? Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I mean, these pops aren't really. They're not great. I mean, they're okay. You yeah. Know? But yeah, like you said, they're basic pops, right? They're yeah. all wearing the same jumpsuits. And I think it's just else. a spoilers and, thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I like the War Machine. I think the War Machine is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, the War Machine is you know? pretty Amazon cool. Amazon exclusive, obviously, is cooler, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Wave 2, I think, hopefully Wave 2 will be better than the last Wave 2 we've got for the Infinity War, because the Infinity War yeah. Wave 2 wasn't really that cool. There was just the, the Bruce Banner. The Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner yeah, turning cool. into or trying to turn into Hulk. Yeah. yeah I mean, Young was... Gamora was kind of cool too, but not really. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I agree. Yeah. So hopefully, but we'll see. But yeah, I like War Machine, but the Thor Thor is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So you can get actually them the all. Captain Marvel one's pretty cool too. I should say that too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool too. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a Hawkeye fan, yeah. but this one with the new hairdo and yeah, the Hawkeye is pretty. It's cool pretty too. cool too. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah, yeah. The Captain America, the Hulk, those ones are a little boring. Nebulas, whatever. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, whatever you're into, yeah. you can get them. Yeah. yeah. Kdogfish.com. Well, everybody likes something, right? So yeah, everyone's yeah. a fan of everyone's like the different looks and yeah. whatever, right? And whichever characters you're into. So we are uh, super excited to have announced that. Now this podcast though is we've been we've been talking about this subject for quite a while. It's not is nothing to do with Avengers Endgame. That'll be a future podcast mm-hmm. uh, before the movie release date. But this is about a man, a man that you and I have come to respect over the years. His talent, his sarcasm, his delivery, yeah. everything about. I, I actually want to give you the honor of announcing what this podcast who the who are we are talking about. God Among Men. Yes. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman is so if you're a if you're a fan, great. If you don't know, Jason Bateman is a god. It's when it comes to yeah. delivery of, of lines, really quirky uh characters, but they have you they're always super intelligent. They always deliver just the most he gives the most sarcastic killer lines uh and we'll talk a lot about the movies uh, and tv he's done 
throughout this podcast, but just off yeah. the top of your head, like where, where were you? Like, you're like, Oh man, Jason Bateman's killing me. Like I got, yeah, I'm literally scrolling through his filmography right now. Cause I was just thinking that same thing. Like, where was it? Where was my, my Bateman moment when yeah. I realized, God, this guy's just so funny. Cause he's, He's been acting for a long time. I he's, mean, he's been... I don't think people realize how long he's yeah. been doing it. Like, Little House on the Prairie was his first kind of acting. Yeah, he did 21 episodes between mm. 1981 and 1982. Uh, that was, like, his first big break. And I don't think, you know, people would even remember him from that. What I My first memory, if I really look back and go, oh, yeah, that was Jason Bateman, for me was Silver Spoons. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I don't really remember. Did you ever watch Silver Spoons? Well, yeah, I did because who I didn't mean, back the, then? But the concept. I don't remember it. Like just know? Ricky Schroeder, he hates being called that now, but yeah. we can we can call him that because it's uh, we're ref- we're referencing the era. Yeah. But that the idea of this this kid who's like super rich and he's got a goddamn train going through his living room. Yeah, that's all I really remember. And the dad was dating like a super hot girl and he, he had, and his friends that would come over. So I remember he had two. It was Alfonso Ribeiro. Mm-hmm. And they were all in that age range, like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. Like, all right. And, and Jason Bateman. Yeah, don't remember that no? at all. No. Oh, just absolute uh, classic. But he yeah. was um, – the funny thing about Silver Spoons – is he his when just reading up on preparing for the podcast mm-hmm. uh he was so popular like he was kind of upstaging people with his okay. talent that NBC actually removed him from Silver Spoons and placed him on other they didn't want to get rid of him yeah. so they were placing him on other NBC sitcoms and and took him off Silver Spoons because everyone felt it was it's like the Urkel Okay. But the Urkel didn't get replaced. Urkel became the show. Gotcha, gotcha. For gotcha. Family Matters. Uh-huh. Where he was just upstaging the actual characters who are supposed to be, you know, playing. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, all interesting right. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, see, you can see if you go through his filmography, yeah, he definitely moved around quite a bit. He was on Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, NBC sitcoms. Knight yeah. Rider. Yeah, it's all NBC. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. yeah, really. Um, I mean, for so for me, yeah, for me, I remember him on Silver Spoons, and there was also I want to say the other show I remembered him from um, was on uh, what was it? It was Valerie or the Hogan Family? I know uh, I have that written down here. I could pull it up here. Look through my yeah, he was on Valerie. Valerie, right? Yeah, yeah. and it turned into I think it turned into the Hogan, the Hogans or the Hogan Family. Yeah, he was David Hogan on. Val- I don't even know how yeah. you remember that. Sh- Oh That's my god! <laughs> An encyclopedia of TV. I didn't even have that in my in my notes. I just remember the Hogans and him playing. The and amount he, of movie TV trivia that's jammed in your monkey brain oh is just—I don't even know how you can even like that's ridiculous. If they like had, if they had a Jeopardy, and it was just TV and movies, yeah, I'd be the 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 Ken Jennings, yeah, <laughs> of it's, that, yeah, just, yeah ridiculous nonsensical trivia <laughs> jammed in your head that nobody gives a <laughs> about but you can regurgitate it on demand. oh my gosh anything it's a talent yeah. it is it is yeah well anyways. no nobody else would really believe you but yes yeah so you got to start on tv yeah i'm I, scrolling through a lot of the stuff i don't even recognize i'm like literally besides teen wolf 2 i mean obviously which is a classic so that's really yeah, where he got movie, his big break, right? Yeah. So he was doing a ton of TV in the 80s, and then uh, the opportunity came up for Teen Wolf 2 because Michael J. Fox smartly um, <laughs> yeah. turned down the sequel. Yeah. Uh, and do you know why he turned down the sequel? <laughs> I know. But other but, than the fact yeah, that, like, I mean, you yeah. know, it's Teen Wolf. Yeah. But, I mean, the first movie was a cult hit right yeah yeah but he turned down the sequel because it took too long to do the makeup oh really when he's the wolf oh, like oh, yeah endless like eight ten twelve well, hours too, in a right? like it was, makeup chair yeah, i can only imagine and it was yeah. head to toe yeah like he had the when he was turned he was like it's full body and he's doing the basketball things yeah. so you got 
legs, arms, a- everything. Yeah. So the makeup process to become Teen Wolf, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that again. So by then, but didn't like Teen Wolf kind of launch Michael J. Fox? He should have been doing like Back to the Future by then. And all no, that kind of it was literally the same year. Was it the same year? Uh, yeah, and he was already on Family Ties. Mm. So if, if you go back on Michael J. Fox's filmography, you'll he was on Family Ties. That got him Back to the Future, mm-hmm. which he actually only got because they hated. Um, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Eric Stoltz. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they actually screenshot. I saw it on the um, the the DVD Blu-ray anniversary. They had actually the screen footage. Oh really? That'd screen be cool to screen tests. Yeah, yeah, screen tests. Eric Stoltz, and they were like, the whole world went mm, no, yeah, no. The kid from Mask. Yeah, nah, it's like not Nicholas, so much. Nicholas Cage is Superman. No, no, no. We're gonna pass no, on no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, so well, Eric Stoltz back then was like a hot actor, right? He was in like some kind of wonderful and a bunch of other stuff like that. Like, yeah, but he is other stuff. I don't. Could you imagine him if they stuck with that? Yeah, I wouldn't know. Would wouldn't there have been three have sequels? Or sorry, uh, well, two sequels, three films? Hard to say. Yeah, like, hard to say. Yeah, Michael J. Fox is so. part of the magic, right? Yeah, I don't think there would have been more than one, but. But know. the first Back to the Future, and yeah. you you can fact check me on this. I was I'm positive it's 1985 and Teen Wolf. Uh, was the exact same year because the sequel Teen Wolf 2 that he turned down was 1987. Back to the Future was 85. There you go. There you go. Again, back to the trivia jammed in my head. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, At the time, too, it was funny because um, he was doing Family Ties and Bateman's sister was on the show. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? Justine Justine Bateman. Bateman. So there's kind of a tie there between... The yeah. Batemans and Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf and what show was Justine Beaton on that she was really funny? Oh, Men Behaving Badly. Men Behaving Badly. Yeah, that's right. She was on Men Behaving Badly. Yeah, she was. Yeah, so she was funny sarcastic. Yeah, she was oh, great. Oh yeah, Men Behaving Badly. We should do a podcast about that. People don't uh, know about that show. Ron Eldard and Rob Schneider, literally the best. Classic. Yeah. So Teen Wolf Two uh, did not do as well as Teen Wolf 1, and I don't believe that's Jason Bateman's fault, to be well, fair. Well, you can't blame him. It did $7.8 million in the box office. Uh, the first Teen Wolf did three, th- sorry, $33 million. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not talking massive numbers, but it probably cost nothing to make it. Michael J. Fox wasn't demanding a salary yeah. at that time, but Teen Wolf 2 did not make any money. Like it was, it was a, it was a bomb. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, did you know that they I remember it. had? Uh, oh, I totally remember it. He went yeah. to he went to college and he played. They they at least I'll give them credit for the sequel that they did not make it. Okay, this is the same guy, yeah. and we're just switching actors. I hate that. Okay, this was a. He was his cousin. Okay. And he was going to college. Gotcha. Because it was the bloodline, mm-hmm. they made it, you know, and the and the guy that played Michael J. Fox's dad, yeah. uncle, and he, he called, I remember he was in it and was trying to guide him the same way he did uh, Michael J. Fox in the first movie. Gotcha. And he went to go visit him at the college. And I'm almost positive they stuck What's-His-Face, um, who did the van surfing in the... In the oh, first movie, I know, I know the guy you're talking about. He, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm almost positive he was in the sequel as well at the college oh, sure. with sure with was. Jason Bateman. Yeah, um, they made or were they were they totally had planned to make a third Teen Wolf movie. Okay, I don't know if you ever heard that. No, I never heard that. Uh, and they were gonna uh, do a female Teen Wolf with Alyssa Milano. Oh, good. And it got scrapped because Teen Wolf Two died. Wow. That would have been garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It almost reminds me of like the Karate Kid 3 where they stuck Hillary Swank in and they're trying to do a female. Do you even, remember I that? I don't remember that either. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look it up. That was like one of Hillary Swank's first things was she was, they did Pat Morita and her. Uh, I don't know what he could have possibly been doing that they didn't get uh, the Daniel LaRusso, uh, Ralph, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Hmm. Uh, but they did a Karate Kid three, and it was a it was a girl. It was Hillary Swank. Anyways. Anyway, I was just whatever. Teen Wolf was yeah, it is what it was. I so mean. Teen Wolf two, not so good. Yeah. Uh, and Whole then it was family of Chewbacca's. Basically, it was <laughs> just call it like it is. You know, well, I can understand why Michael J. Fox didn't want to 
go through that again. Oh like, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Just like hours and hours and hours in a makeup chair. Well, if you're getting and if he's not getting paid, you know, I mean, mm. if you're not getting a big paycheck for that, why do you want him to do it? You know, so. So then Jason Bateman. So that didn't work out. Yeah. The so he went back to doing TV and mm. did TV mostly through the all of the nineties. Uh, Team Wolf Two was uh, eighty seven. And that's where I think they did uh, Valerie and the Hogan family, and um, yeah, there's tons of TV series. He did tons of, of TV in the '90s. Simon, I have no idea what that is. Chicago Sons, nope, never heard of it. George and Theo, nope. <laughs> like some of my best friends, nope. These like, are obviously like just failed like pilots and series that he was. Well, he was on like some of my best friends. He was on like eight episodes. Yeah. 22 episodes of George and Leo. I've never heard of that show. Yeah, like 22 uh, episodes? 21 episodes of Simon. Never heard of that show. I'll click on it and we'll see. Oh, Harlan Williams is in it, though. No, oh, he's funny. He's a funny bastard. Uh, what else I got here? But so the anyways, 90s yeah. was like, yeah, 90s was like, okay, the my first shot at a movie didn't really pan out and went back to doing a lot of TV in the 90s. George and Theo was Bob Newhart and Judge Hirsch. I've never heard of that sitcom. What is that? I don't even remember that at all. That's an odd pairing. All right, I'm gonna get off this. Let's get <laughs> get down the Sorry. rabbit hole of yeah. crap, crappy nineties. Oh, we'll TV. be talking about this forever. So, anyways, okay, let's get off. So, this to for really where G- so Team Wolf Two didn't work out. No, back to TV. Yeah, nineties was like all TV, and mm. then then my friend, the two thousands happened, and that's where Jason Bateman bloomed. And became what he is now today, which is just a, a god amongst sarcastic comedy roles. Mm-hmm. He broke into the 2000s like with small, like small roles yeah. in in movies, but ones that you and I talked about and go, oh yeah, yeah it's Jason Bateman. He was so but, funny, yeah, yeah, and like small small roles. So off the top of my head, uh, Dodgeball, yeah, Cotton, Pepper Brooks. Oh, sorry, he's Pepper talking Brooks. to Cotton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pepper yeah. Brooks, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> his role in Dodgeball. He had is like eight killer. minutes of screen time and stole the movie. So funny. Yeah, absolutely. It, and uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Uh, the breakup. Yeah, I remember him in the breakup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had a small role in Hancock. Yeah. Uh, couples retreat. Couples retreat. He's now he's almost he's starring. Yeah, that was like an ensemble. Well, so I guess not Vince like Vaughn a, was Vince Vaughn Vince was, Vaughn the, was star. the star. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, Paul, Paul was great. Yeah, Paul was so funny. He was so good in that. So it's just those little things in the two thousands that were like building and building and building. I mean, to me, the funniest his small role in the breakup again, Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. and then his role in Dodgeball, like and yeah. also Vince Vaughn. The movie The Switch, he was pretty funny in too. But that's a, yeah. that's so so we're getting yeah that's further on when he started getting leads yeah so that was 2010 yeah Paul so, was 2011 so this was just before Paul so 2009 yeah was his first I'm back and I'm gonna actually be the star of a movie and that was Mike you love this movie uh, Mike Judge's extract oh yeah that movie's that movie's now funny did Ben Affleck yeah, steal ben that Affleck, movie Ben Affleck totally stole that movie yeah. Oh yeah, as a bartender, yeah, he was so funny. Oh, absolutely. I could rewatch that. I haven't watched it in years. It was really good, actually. Who was the yeah. girl? I want to say Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it? It was her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's an underrated movie that a lot of people don't know about, but really funny. And it's yeah, it's Mike Judge who's oh yeah, he's a god you know? too. So no, it's good. Office Space, yeah. uh, Silicon, which is funny because isn't T.J. Miller in Extract? Yep. Yeah, he plays uh, he plays one of the guys that works in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. That's probably, that, how, he that's probably how he met uh, yeah. and and eventually got Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. yeah. Um, if anyone hasn't watched Extract, check it out. It's yeah it's, again it two thousand nine, and uh, Jason Bateman got here. the starring. I know. Yeah, come on. Oh, okay, you're right. I'm right. All right. You mean I? No, I actually prefer that you do fact. Check me on this because I think in my head that I'm right. Right. About years, and I, I'm really good with years of movies, but uh, I, you know, I, I, I want you to mm-hmm. check. I, I'd like to know that I'm I'm uh, either wrong or right. 
Well, yeah, and I love, like, one of my favorite things is pointing out when you're wrong. So that's awesome. So, that is pretty high on your list. It's pretty high on my list of favorite <laughs> things to do. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when I am, because then it's, yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah, it doesn't happen often when you are. I'm like, oh, you <laughs> sh- the bed on that one. Uh, yeah. Way to go, Chuckles. Yeah. So Extract really was his first starring role. Yeah. Even though Ben Affleck stole the movie, um, it he was the star. Yeah. And that was like 2009 is where mm-hmm. it really starts to kick into gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, after that, 2010, you had uh, – was that Switch? Uh, Switch was 2010, yeah. Before that, you had Couples Retreat, with which, again, he was still supporting. Yeah. Uh, Up in the Air, The Invention of Lying, all that he was still supporting. State of Play, which actually I really enjoyed that movie. Do you remember that one with Russell Crowe? Oh, yeah, that was the, the drama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he played, uh, yeah, he played a small role, but he was great in it. Yeah. Now, again, more of a drama. But then, yeah, 2010 was the switch that leads up to him and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer right? Aniston, and they worked together to... like a crap load. Mm-hmm. Horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. Yeah. Office Christmas party. Yeah. Game night. No. 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 That she was wasn't in Game Night. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They worked together. Her and yeah, they worked together. I want to say like five, five or six times. Mm-hmm. Huh? There you go. Back to uh, the late 2000s, early 2010 era. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I feel, I think it all, he launched into what you and I had always appreciated him. And then he became the God that we know today because of 2011, because yeah. that was horrible bosses. Yeah, I'd agree with and that. The yeah. And the change up. And the change up. Yeah, those two, oh. I think- are the ones I mean Horrible Bosses is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But the change up is just I don't I think it's underappreciated. Like just both him and you know Ryan Reynolds, they just nailed it. So like nailed if it. You haven't seen the change up. I mean the concept has been done body switch movies. Yeah. Uh Freaky Friday Vice versa, eighteen again. Yeah. The, what yeah. other bodies I'm just throwing off the top of my head, but there's um Face off, if you really want to, you could go there if you wanted to, because yeah. they played each how each other yeah. was, right? Yeah, yeah, you can go there. I yeah. think that's yeah. the uh, the whole cool thing, yeah. and the the way that they played each other, uh, and you're talking about two amazingly sarcastic, funny. Like yeah. I put Ryan Reynolds right there with Bateman when it comes to sarcastic delivery of lines. Absolutely, hundred percent. In the comedy genius world, there are people who are super funny. Yeah, but those two guys are top one and two, as far as sarcastically delivered comedy lines. Yeah, I agree. What's yeah. your favorite part of the uh, the changeup? Oh, I, I want to talk about the changeup. Oh, I for can't a bit even. There's so many parts of the changeup. It's I, so funny. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I, I honestly don't even know. I don't even know. I think. Yeah. Bateman being Reynolds. Yeah. Is funnier than Reynolds being Bateman. Uh, I think when when Bateman yeah. is pretending to, is is actually, you know, he's faking being Bateman to his wife and work and everything, but he's he's the dick. He's yeah. he's he's Reynolds as Reynolds' personality as Bateman. I think Bateman actually did a better job, whereas Reynolds, uh, Reynolds playing Bateman playing himself, yeah, is. Like he's more passive, like when he's yeah. trying to make out with, uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know yeah, you're talking who about is she, is she, uh, she married, uh, Jason Sudeikis, one of the hottest women on the planet. Oh, Olivia Munn. Uh, no, Wild. Wild. Munn yeah. was uh, no, office Munn. Christmas party. Uh, yeah. So many Olivia's. There's a lot of Olivia's. Yeah. How, you know what? We're lucky we live in a world with this many hot Olivia's. Yeah, I think about that daily. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I think I think I think Bateman playing the Ryan Ryan Reynolds playing Bateman and Bateman playing that character is yeah. is funnier. I think you're right. I think it is. I think, I think Bateman as Reynolds' personality yeah, right. at, yeah. in the Bateman body, like, like in the in the in the boardroom when yeah. they're trying to get the deal done, and you know everybody's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and have some sake bombs or whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. No, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I think Bateman was funnier. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, you're up against a you know 
a, the the man himself, like yeah. uh, Van Wilder, and like like seriously comedic delivery timing. The two of them in a movie together is, uh, yeah. it could have been anything. Yeah, but the change up, I really enjoyed the change up. Yeah, no, oh, it was an, an underrated movie that a lot of people don't know about, right? Yeah, so kind of snuck through there. Didn't make a lot of money in the box office. Just kind no. of a smaller, theoretically smaller production. You yeah, know? not not a not a huge amount of press done about it. You know, yeah, didn't market it. Like, Is it because maybe it came out the like it was the same year as Horrible Bosses, and that was such a mega hit that could you know. be. I don't know. Well, let's talk yeah. about that then. Let's keep with 2011 and, and yeah. talk about Horrible Bosses because it, he was the star. Oh yeah, of the for sure. of the tr- the three yeah. the trio. Yeah, he was the star. Oh no, he was. He was the leader. He was. He was. The movie opens with him yeah. and ends with him. Like he carries. Yeah, he's the lead. Yeah, he's the, he's lead. the lead. Yeah. Now Charlie, Charlie Day, steals it a bit. Charlie Day steals it, and well, so does Sadekis. I mean, uh, so does uh, yeah. um, shoot uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Uh, so over the top is that yeah. character. Well, so does Spacey. That very true. Spacey yeah. was like, come on. No, and, he killed and Jennifer it. Aniston was. Oh, it I was mean, the funniest like, we've was... seen her. I mean, uh, whatchamacallit came after where the Millers, uh, Horrible yeah. Bosses was first. Right. But that was the the most R-rated you really got Jennifer Aniston, and she yeah. was hilarious at it. Yeah. She did. I think, actually, the movie works, and it made so much money uh, because of how amazing the entire cast was. Yeah. Oh, every single person in that movie suited it yeah. perfectly, right? Down Jamie, to Jamie Fox. Fox. And yeah, I yeah. mean, so, yeah. It was, like I said, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Like, I've watched it so many times. And that's one of those movies you sit down, you start watching it, you just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you just can't stop watching it. And you it. can. It's rare to be able to want to watch a movie over and over and over again. Yeah. But Horrible Bosses is one of those for me. Oh, I, I can absolutely. watch it over yeah. and over and over again. I agree. Again. Yeah. Um, but actually, for me, Paul is one of those, too. Oh, yeah? I love Paul. I've watched Paul a lot. And Bateman is, uh, I've only watched Paul maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I, went, I remember seeing it in the theater when it came out. He's one of the FBI agents. Yeah, he's the FBI agent. Yeah, but yeah. I love I love Simon Pegg, so that's why I, I love, and, and, oh, and his Nick buddy, Frost. Nick, Nick Frost, Frost yeah. Both so funny. But maybe, uh, Paul, I mean. The reason Paul is so funny is because Seth Rogen just uh, the, nails he the alien. Right? He nails it like yeah. he just nails it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just great. Just an alien with Seth Rogen's voice is <laughs> insanely funny. Wasn't Bill Hader and in that? Bill Hader was in. He was it. really funny yeah. in that movie too. Yeah, he's an agent as well. Yeah. So, but uh, it's just something about Rogen's voice. So we're, get, we're getting off topic here, but I, I did. Well, it's a Bateman. But movie, Bateman, or... Bateman was still a, a, a great part of that movie. He was he the played dick, his role. right? He was the dick FBI agent. Yeah, chasing them, but then it kind of flips towards the end. That's no, right. No spoiler yeah, yeah, yeah. alert. No spoiler it. alert for a movie from 2011. <laughs> but... <laughs> hey, you never know. People out there uh... haven't seen it yet. You know on netflix maybe they'll go watch it tonight all is really funny if if we can recommend yeah go see see go see it yeah watch paul yeah Yeah. go see it like it's in a theater right now yeah goes uh watch paul it is very very funny but horrible bosses is still yeah it's a classic yeah in the top top 10 i mean it's so hard we always talk about trying to put movies in in these top five top 10 lists i don't even know where Horrible Bosses would fit probably for me. It's definitely top ten of my favorite comedies of all time. In comedies, in comedies yeah, yeah I can't sure. say favorite yeah. movie of all time, yeah. but it's in there. It's up there in the, my my favorite comedies of all time for sure. It's written so well, mm-hmm. and it's such a a wacky original. You and I also talk about originality when it mm-hmm. comes, especially comedy. Right, having something that's actually original mm-hmm. is just you know over the it's just so much fun yeah right now there's so much just regurgitated crap going on and yeah take this premise and just okay let's just re reboot it or let's whatever i mean it's just yeah i mean we're craving original comedy and that was pure hilarious original never comedy. seen anything like that before such a funny premise so, yeah yeah it killed so. it also and you and i talk about this all the time we talk about the business of movies i mean comedies can be made for very cheap and they earn a boatload of money if they are done really well yep. and they're written well and they have and I don't think you need stars like this movie even though Bateman was kind of on the rise Charlie Day was just doing TV. Yeah. 
Sudeikis had just, I think, still on SNL at the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, it doesn't need to have star power. It needs to be very talented, funny people and just written really, really, really well. And that's where Horrible Bosses does it for me. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. I love Uh, that. $35 million budget. Mm -hmm. That's it. Two hundred and nine million worldwide. Yeah, yeah, and that's of course why they did a sequel mm-hmm. um, a little bit later, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I, think. I, I love the sequel too. I mean, not as funny as the first one. Yeah, but I still had its moments of just absolute. I think the beginning, hilarious. man, the talk show. Oh, talk show was so funny. Uh, Michael Ke- Keegan Michael Key is hosting yeah. this yeah. the oh. morning talk show. Entirely Everything that goes funny. on with the talk show. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Uh, yeah. Chris Pine was Chris funny. Chris Pine was great. Yeah, and no Christoph Waltz. Yeah, everything about Horrible Bosses too. I I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Yeah, but definitely still really enjoyed it well that's a great podcast topic we won't go off topic right now but Mm -hmm. sequels that like a lot of times it's like we have to make a sequel because it made the first one made so much money yeah are they forcing it was it still enjoyable um so this is a case where i feel like it still did well i I want to um horrible bosses to uh 42 million dollar budget which Mm -hmm. actually for Considering who else they added to the cast, yeah, uh, we're still a really low budget. Yeah, they had some big names for sure. You know, I so. mean, but it did about half as much. It did a mm. hundred, a hundred and seven million worldwide. Mm. Um, but you can't really—that's still a profit. So you can't yeah. really say it was a bomb. It just didn't do as well as the original. Yeah, and it's hard to find sequels that are you love as much as the original. Yeah. And then that's any genre. I, I, and again, it's another podcast, but yeah, like, it's, it's so it's... hard to, to recreate the magic completely where you're like, I love the sequel more than the original. Yeah. There's not many. That's such a low list. Like yeah. we, I say we do some research. It'd be such a cool podcast to talk about. I can't even think of really. Um, any. I mean, unless you want to consider empire, that was the only thing off the top Godfather of my head. Godfather 2, I have heard people say that they felt Godfather 2 was better than Godfather. The I actually completely agree with so that. that you can go, those yeah. are the two off the top of my head. Yeah. I can't think of another one. Yeah. I love Empire more than I love New Hope. Yeah. Because um, Temple of Doom wasn't better than Raiders. Raiders was still, you know, in my opinion, the best. Yeah. Although I did like Last Crusade, but I think I like Last Crusade because of the Sean Connery, Connery. Yeah. You know, edition. Well, Temple of Doom was pretty good, though. I so. I love Temple of Doom. I yeah. don't think you could beat Raiders as far as enjoyability because mm-hmm. it was the again. It's hard to completely recreate the magic of a first movie, right? right. Uh, but it's it's harder with comedies. Like look at mm-hmm. Caddyshack Two. Um, again, you know, I love Jackie Mason. Yeah, you know, I really do. But that movie was horrible. Yeah. Gonna go you're, play you're, some golf. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta replace. You're definitely uh, right. Yeah, comedies are. It's, it is really hard harder. to, yeah, to catch yeah. that magic again. You yeah. Know? So, and usually they bomb. They, it's true. Usually they really do truly bomb. I say we know? do that. I, I'm gonna, we're gonna look into it and try and find some, some movies, especially comedies where the sequel actually was better than the original. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you it'll be tough, tough to find. It'll be a good debate. Good. For comedies, I don't I don't know of one off the top yeah. of my head. Well, let's yeah, let's look into that. that. I can think of future so. podcast material. Yep, put it on the board. Put it on the board. Yeah. Um, back to we got to back it up. Although, one more would movie. Christmas Vacation be a sequel theoretically? Because I would argue that Christmas Vacation is better than the original. The original. Wow, I think you just did find one. If you think about it, I think you're. It's a thousand percent a sequel. It is. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. All right. That's one example. All right. Let's just end the podcast now. Right. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> but don't. They're expensive. We've got to back it up like one year mm-hmm. because after the success of Horrible Bosses, right? Uh, it was Identity Thief. Yeah. That was that in was 2013. Sandy Patterson. <laughs> that's right. That's right. His name yeah. is Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I enjoyed uh, that movie. I, I yeah. did. And again, it didn't do, I don't think it did great in the box office. No, no, it, it did really well. Oh, it did? Okay. So because again, that I was Melissa anything. McCarthy's like 
Yeah. She was like bridesmaids. This movie Heat. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, think like it did that she, great. Yeah, oh. it was a thirty-five million dollar budget, uh, just like Horrible Bosses. Yeah. Uh, one hundred and seventy-three million worldwide. Oh, 100, there you go. One hundred and thirty-four just domestic. Mm. So even just domestic, they did a hundred million dollar uh, profit. Huh. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, and mm. one of your favorite movies was the inspiration for this movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Midnight Run. Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that. Really? Huh. Uh, Bateman says that they were the his the major influences on this film. Like he watched Midnight Run and Plain Strange Zombies kind of gear up because it is a road trip movie. Oh yeah, no, with totally two people is, yeah. who are kind of fighting with each other. So the the Midnight Run maybe more so than Plain Strange. I think mm-hmm. this is more Midnight Run than um, it's definitely more Midnight Run because just, yeah, yeah, the criminal aspect and them. Yeah, he's he's really bringing he's bringing her other. back. It's actually quite a bit like Midnight Run now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah, Muscle McCarthy's playing the Charles Grodin character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, it's it's actually got a very much Midnight Run feel to it. Yeah. And I, I, what I read was the originally the script was written for two male leads, mm-hmm. and it was Bateman who was attached who said, after watching Bridesmaids, no, yeah, change it, female Melissa McCarthy, yeah. and it was like he was actually the driving force behind that oh that's cool and i i think there's a tie there too because i believe it was the exact same director as horrible bosses so hmm. uh seth gordon okay so i think he had that kind of influence to you know he's working with the guy they're making the movie he's attached to it same gotcha. director and he was so he kind of had that that pull to make with that director being working with him in horrible bosses and hmm. the success there so but originally the script was supposed to be two men hmm, cool yeah yeah I mean, Melissa McCarthy nailed it. She was so funny in that movie. So, you know, glad they, <sighs> glad they went that way. So funny. I mean, and it, then, could, it could have still been funny if they would have, depending on who he, they matched up Yeah, as that role with Bateman. I mean, would have been who interesting. Knows? Yeah. 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 But it's definitely, Melissa McCarthy definitely nailed it. I, and it was right at the right time because of her, she stole the movie for Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. Killer Cast, amazing movie. Mm-hmm. So funny, and Kristen Wiig is is a comedy goddess, and yeah. she was the lead. But really, everyone and nobody had ever heard of Melissa McCarthy before, right? And she just stole the movie; like oh, she yeah. was offside so funny. Yeah. So then that really snowballed into Identity Thief, and then just kind of, you know, after those mm-hmm. two movies are making over a hundred million domestic, she's just well, the Heat right is also ticket. up there as one of my favorite. Yeah, comedies of all time. She's I mean, so R-rated, so, offside so funny, so good. Yeah. Anyways, that's another podcast. Uh, back to yeah. Bateman. Yeah. Uh, that so, year also was another really, really funny movie. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Totally underrated. A lot of people haven't seen it, but Bad Words. Oh my! Was that 2013? That was 2013. That is so funny. I actually do have um, that movie was offside funny. Though, yeah. so that was his directorial debut. Did he? I'm gonna click on it right. Yeah, now. Bateman directed you're my, it. You're gonna hear my clicking on the old, uh, <laughs> on the old podcast. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Directorial debut. That movie was offside funny. Yeah, like I him with that kid. Oh my god! And the kid uh, played off of Bateman really well. Yeah, like they really. Oh my god! They 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 were great. That movie, again, just the premise alone is. A spelling bee loser sets out to exact revenge by finding a loophole and attempting to win as an adult. Who writes that? <laughs> that is so funny. That's the idea is just the premise so funny. was again original. Oh my god! And he was very. It was like R, hard R, hard R yeah. rating. Yeah. And yeah, it was his film directorial debut. Yeah, he directed before. He directed actually. I remember this. A fun fact. He was the youngest person in the director's guild at the time where they actually let him direct an episode of that Valerie Hogan family show. Mm-hmm. He was 18. Yeah, well, there you go. At the time. But that kind of, you see that more and more because he's directed a bunch of episodes and we'll get into this show yeah. in a minute, into Ozark. And yeah, oh, yeah. Um, But directing his first uh, feature film was mm. Bad Words. And if you haven't seen it, because it is a, a smaller movie, it wasn't. Yeah huge in the theaters or anything it's but a, arguably a, a b title uh i've made more mm. indie like indie 
but really a, funny. It's an A minus title. So funny. Yeah, so funny. So good. So offside. Hard R. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I really enjoyed it. I've seen it multiple times. So yeah. I mean, what else uh, before uh, we get into like going back to TV and doing Ozark and stuff? I the only thing that off the top of my head after Horrible Bosses Two was Office Christmas Party, right? Uh, and I know you love that. Movie. I, it's, I do. It's pretty I, funny. I, I, I do. You want yeah. to talk about that for a second? Yeah, I mean, he was the star of that movie for sure. You know, him and T.J. Miller, absolutely. Um, yeah, again, offside sarcasm. Yeah, he's working know, again, with T.J. Miller playing again, so yeah. well. Again, playing off Jennifer Aniston, the two of them work so well together. Yeah, great movies. Again, don't think it did that great in the box office. I don't think. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Um, you know, it made, made money. Made a it was a bit of money. forty-five million dollar budget. Uh, hundred and fourteen million worldwide but only 54 million domestic so mm. it made money but it wasn't hugely pro i mean they barely made over budget on domestic they made it up overseas yeah it was funny it was definitely funny and it was definitely bateman at his best um the other thing that we should talk about before we move on to, to ozark and everything is you yeah. got you got to mention the gift oh that's right you know? wait that was 2016 2017 uh, 2015 15 2015 yeah right around there that movie was that was offside man yeah yeah so that was we haven't really talked about much and i think it it makes a bigger case once we get into ozark that he can also do drama so Mm -hmm. he's done you know he's he's been the comedy where he's the straight man where he's like the dick like we talked about in in paul Mm -hmm. um and also his cameo in central intelligence Yep. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was the dick in that movie, too. Yeah. And in Bad Words. But you don't get into really him into the, like, a sense of him doing drama mm-hmm. until Ozark. Yeah. But the gift is, like, offside. It's dark. Like, dark. Dark, 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 dark. The, yeah. I was told, I don't have any notes on it, but mm-hmm. I know off the top of my head, the, the guy who plays the weirdo that he bullied as a kid who's coming back into his life with these gifts Mm. is Joel Edgerton. And he actually wrote and directed the movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 Which is He's super talented, by the way. Um, I just watched another one of his, A Boy Erased. uh, Oh, I haven't seen that yet. About the gay conversion camps and this like tearing this family apart and everything. And I was, I was impressed that that was his directorial and writing follow up from the gift. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's with Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe. Right. It's a it's a really really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Joel Edgerton is pretty really talented guy, but Bateman really pulled off the gift. Yeah. And again, a lesser known movie, but go out yeah. and see it. Yeah. Go out again. Yeah. With again. The go out. Yeah. Looking at it though. Download I mean, it. <laughs> budget. Budget five million. So I'm reading. On the gift, on the gift, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a very independent uh, yeah. movie because Joel gross Edgerton. USA gross was forty three million. It's worth it. That's some good cheddar. <laughs> Is that enough meat on the bone? That's enough meat on the bone for me. <laughs> Is that put yep. the hue in your stew? Let's put a hue in my stew. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's some uh, that's some good numbers. That movie was yeah. that movie was great. Yeah. Very messed up. Again, a movie a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. Dark, twisted, great. So yeah, anyway, I yeah. really like the gift. Yeah. It just kind of, I I really do. Does it kind of paves the way for what he's doing with? Ozark. I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to get into that now. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're not going to talk about Arrested Development because, again, that's something oh, that he we completely is. skipped over Arrested Development. Yeah, we're kind of oh, no, dancing around what he's probably almost arguably most famous for, right? Well, it really... Um, or I most wanna, known for. Yeah, it was, it was such a show that was ahead of its time. It was on Fox. They did three seasons... It got canceled, mm-hmm. and then they brought it back more like recently, like yeah. 2015 until now, more seasons on on Netflix. Right. But people don't really understand. It was just – it was way too ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. So people didn't really appreciate – and again, he's that guy. He was sarcastic. He mm-hmm. had the timing and his – he kind of – a Bateman-ism would be where he kind of just – not whispers, but – under his breath, like comments. Yeah, the comments under the, the breath. The comments is so under funny. his breath is yeah. so yeah. just spot on. Yeah. Like just oh, I totally killer. Agree. Yeah. 
But Ron, yeah, Ron Howard created the show. He mm-hmm. was the narrator uh, on Arrested Development right. and about the Bluth family. Yeah. Um, I think Justine Bateman did a cameo in season three. I'm just, I'm just spotting just, like trivia off the top yeah. of my head. I just, I don't remember. I, I don't really, I haven't watched any of the Netflix kind of argumentative reboot, I guess you could call it, you know? I'd still say it, no, yeah. I'd still say it's a continuation, it's a continuation of the story. Yeah. It's I haven't watched any of Netflix. I've only watched the uh, the original Fox series. So. But that yeah. was like 2005. That was, yeah, uh, it was, it started in 2003. Three was, was, yeah. Season three was 2005. Right, so 2003 was the first, yeah. the first season. So yeah, yeah. And then Netflix brought it back, I want to say 2013. Mm-hmm. And then they've done, like, not every year, but I know they're doing another new season or mm-hmm. they or they just did one. So it's kind of spotty when it, I guess they can get all these actors together because yeah. you got Will Arnett. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy ensemble cast, right? Yeah, if you think about who's actually in it, Henry yeah. Winkler, um, the guy who plays um, Buster is on Veep, Tony Hale. Right. Right. Uh, who's yeah. won some Emmys? So, like, getting uh, all these face, uh, Syrah. Oh, Jason. Or uh, sorry, um, yeah. John's John Syrah. No, no, no. Michael. 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 Cira. Cira. Michael. Cira. Yeah. Super yeah. bad. Yeah. Super bad. Yeah, you're thinking of John Cena, the wrestler. He's also an amazing actor. He's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe they can work him into the next season. Uh, yeah. John Cena. John Cena. He's really he's doing well for himself, though. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind an Oscar uh, that, soon, that, but... that Blockers movie. Or blockers, Cock Blockers, yeah. or whatever you call it. I don't even know what they're even calling it. They're calling it Blockers, but, but they put a picture of the rooster in the yeah, poster. Yeah. So. so that's how they get away with saying the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. And then, and then I guess I guess arguably he was funny in Daddy's Home, I guess, the couple lines he had. Yeah, I don't Not, know if he's blowing up yeah. just yet. I mean, he's in the yeah. new Bumblebee movie, but yeah, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. John Cena. I'm not in my list of wrestlers who became famous people. There's only one, and it's The Rock. And that's yeah. like everyone else has tried, but yeah. really, I mean, let's let's pump the brakes hey, on making John Cena. Roddy Roddy Piper had that movie. They live. Was that it? They live. Did you what? imagine? I pull. I just pulled that off the oh, top. That, of my wasn't head. there another one? Wasn't there two movies he was in? There was two. That was the most famous. Was they? They, li- they, they live. live. Was the most famous? Hmm. Yeah. And then Hogan did uh, no Mr. Holds Nanny, Barred. No Holds Barred. Yeah. Yeah. No Holds Barred is so bad. And of course, Rocky. Well, he, Rocky it, Three. Yeah. He was yeah. just yeah. It's Thunderlips sort of playing himself basically. Yeah. So, anyways, we're getting off topic. Uh, yeah, so. off topic. Uh, Arrested Development. There's no way we could do this podcast without mentioning Arrested Development. I think so he's I'm, recognized I'm a lot. You brought by that. that. I think up. a lot of people recognize him from that. Yeah, you know for sure. And again, you it know. was before that that blow up, right? Right. He was yeah. still doing TV throughout the '90s. He got doing those side movies we talked about in the early 2000s. And mm. I think Arrested Development was a big part of that because it was a TV show, and he mm. wasn't you know the movie guy yet. Yeah, I probably yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So that probably played a huge part in him getting those uh early 2000s comedy uh little small parts. Yeah. Probably right. Yep. Cuz it was a big show. Yeah. And it was critically acclaimed Arrested mm-hmm. Development. It just the the like an audience right now, that's why they brought it back on Netflix. Just yeah. it's 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 above the average like imagine the the network it was on. It was yeah. on Fox. Yeah. We're talking, you know, family guy married with mm-hmm. children like just i don't want to say lowbrow comedy not like extremely this is very intelligently written yeah sharp you gotta you gotta actually pay attention yeah. and and have a certain i know knowledge of i get what you're putting down to, I, know, I know what you're trying to say you know what i'm trying to yeah. say all right but fox is known for that they just canceled brooklyn 99 Right? Yeah, and Fox ABC is, picked it up. And Fox yeah. is known for taking like good shows and canceling them. Yeah. Right? Because they're odd to be and yeah. I'm, no offense if you're a big into Fox. Yeah. But it, the shows that ran a long time on Fox mm-hmm. in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, they're all very just not yeah, it's just I don't want to say lowbrow comedy because it's not, but it's just not the cerebral comedy. Didn't they cancel Family Guy? Yeah, and then and, they brought then, it back. And they brought it back. Yeah, because, because the, the DVD out, sales. And the fan outrage that they yeah. got canceled. Well, it's kind was, of the same thing with the rest of development, right? There was a fan outrage that it, got, that it got canceled. Yeah. You know, so. It took a while to bring it back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, same thing. I just don't feel like 
Uh, and you, you can say what you want about Family Guy, and I think a lot of it is cerebral. Like he mm. does make extremely there's it's a it's a mix. Here's here's dick and fart jokes, mm. and then here's something that's going to go over people's heads. Right. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane is 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 really really smart yeah. guy. But just the average Fox viewer, I just feel like their sitcom, like Arrested Development, just it didn't, yeah, it didn't work for them. So the mm-hmm. network canceled it. But not knowing, like the like critics and true cerebral comedy fans, yeah, were going to tune in because it was just off the charts mm-hmm. uh, funny in mm-hmm. that way. Not not lowbrow comedy, but high, like just really funny stuff. <laughs> anyway all right lowbrow comedy is a nice way of putting it by the way thank you you're very nice yeah, I, you're, I, I, you're, you're I, being really nice there i know yeah. what you really want to say <laughs> it's not lowbrow comedy but we'll we'll go with lowbrow comedy i think that's the most polite way i could put it yeah sure um so going uh back to the present and really talking about a show that you and i fell in love with mm-hmm. uh on hbo and it's an it's an HBO. It's HBO, it's right? HBO. Yeah, I believe it's HBO. Um, yeah, where click on it now. They get, oh they no, get wait, it. it's it's Netflix. Oh yeah, it is Netflix. Yeah, right? I don't know why I thought well, it was HBO. You're, you're it's, right. it's totally Netflix. I'm thinking it's on HBO because I'm. Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. Anyways, never mind. Yeah, yeah. no, it's totally Netflix. Sorry, because well, even because of the success of Ozark. Oh, Netflix, I'm thinking of the night before. The night before. Oh, that's HBO. Oh, okay. I was mixing those up in my mind there for some reason. The oh, the night of the night of. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The night yeah, before yeah, yeah, was John Turturro. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, night, yeah, the, the night, the of. night of, and they're yeah. doing a season two, right? I believe they are. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think they are. That was a good series too. But. Uh, Ozark is Netflix, and Netflix, the reason yeah. uh, I remember that now too is because of the success of Ozark. Netflix offered uh, Jason Bateman a production contract, so he's going to produce and star and direct in other Netflix projects mm-hmm. and in lieu of, of the success of, of Ozark. So Ozark to me, like you and I were blown away by season one. Mm-hmm. It's just so dark and it's so twisted and it's yeah. so smartly written. And Bateman is a driving force behind the show. He's directed a bunch of episodes, mm-hmm. but his deliver like the way we talk about how the fact where he's not really known for drama this solidified that he could be but at the very same time he does do the under the breath sarcastic oh yeah funny lines that. Yeah, yeah that you and i appreciate that i feel like this whole i think ozark really for me is what yeah i love jason bateman horrible mm-hmm. bosses all the comedy stuff the timing and all that but you mix in what he's doing with Ozark with yeah. these things, this is why he is on a godlike level for us. Right oh, now. I, I fully agree. You know, and I've watched Ozark season one start to finish probably three times. Yeah, easy three times. You know, season two, not as much of a I fan. Still as enjoyed season. it. I know. Of course, I enjoyed yeah. it. But season one was just like, wow, like this is twisted. And yeah. I, you're right. Like Bateman, if it wasn't Bateman, it wouldn't have been. I don't as think it good. would work. Yeah. It, it, he nailed it, and again, like you said, like the the little comments under the breath comments—that's just who he is. Almost, I don't know. I've never really hung out with him, but I just I feel wonder, like this is what he—is this just who he is? And he just he ad libs it. Yeah, maybe. is that? Ad, do you feel like maybe, yeah, like maybe some of that is ad lib? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's just what he does, and it just adds such a—it adds so much to the character. Mm-hmm. Like if it wasn't, I don't even know who else could nail that character, like the Ozark character. We're like, gonna have just, to get him as a guest. We'll get him on the show. We'll on get a him. podcast so yeah. that we can ask him these kind of questions. We'll just hound him enough. Like, listen, man, we did a like... podcast called Jason Bateman is a God. Yeah. You better come and do yeah. an episode. Just just seriously. <laughs> we'll send a plane. Oh, you know, I'm not really? sure how we're going to pull that off, but we'll, we'll pull it off. <laughs> I don't think he's going to like the plane that you and I could afford. Yeah, I don't think you're going to want to get on it. You're not going to want to get on it. That's for sure. Duct tape on the wings. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, and again, I don't know what he's got in the works besides. I know Ozark 3, the season 3 is in the works right now. Yeah, definitely. And I, like I said, he signed a, a deal with Netflix to produce other content. I know of a couple of things. We didn't even talk about uh, last year he did Game Night. Yeah, Game Night was, was um, okay. Really, I, and it's still, though, $170 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Upcoming, I know of two things. Uh, one is called IPO Man. Okay. I don't know 
if anybody else is attached to it at all yet, but basically it's a guy who's like unemployed and he's selling stocks in him of himself. Okay. To the public. I, I don't know how they're going to work that, but they called it IPO man for that case. Okay. Uh, and the, another one is another Jennifer Aniston movie, uh, which will be, uh, they've done five together mm-hmm. to this point. Uh, Office Christmas Party, both horrible bosses, Switch, and The Breakup. Mm-hmm. I don't think The Breakup... I mean, he, they're both in the movie. They're not like... Yeah, we didn't mention that earlier. Yeah, they were both in, in The Breakup. In The Breakup. Yeah. Yeah. So that's five films they've done together. So mm-hmm. another one, it's called The Significant Other, mm-hmm. is a Jason Bateman movie in production, and Jennifer Aniston's in it. Hmm. I have no details. I don't know uh, a plot or anything. Maybe you can check that quick, but... It's called Significant Other. I'm looking on his filmography. I don't see anything coming up. That's a, they're not showing it on me here. In a, in in production. No. Oh, you see that on on mobile on yeah. IMDb, not on desktop. Oh. But if you search uh, Significant Other, you might get the the page. Hmm. I can pull it up on mobile. Yeah, mobile. But I don't know what that's about. Uh, but it'll be another movie with Jennifer Aniston. So those are two movies I know are in the works for Jason Bateman, and then, of course, Ozark Season 3. Um, you know, okay, so back to Ozark for a sec. The the One of the coolest things I love about the show is at the beginning, they show the O, and then there's the pictures. Right. Yep. And there's four pictures. Yep. And what I did realize watching the show is, after a few episodes, you're like, oh, the things featured in the pictures are going to take shape and, yeah. and actually be in this episode. In the episode, yeah. yeah. But what I didn't know and that I read later was that each of those items start with a letter that will spell out Ozark. Oh, that's cool. So they that. have the O in the middle in the four pictures. Yeah. So whatever, it'll be a Z word, an A gotcha. word, an R word, and a K word. Yeah in some sort of order and then how they write that all those things are going to fit into the episode storyline. That's crazy. You would have to pre-plan that out yeah. in order to do those, those um, pre-show that visual that they show with the, the O and the four symbols. Yeah. That's crazy. So not only yeah, yeah. do they take place in the show, but they also spell out Ozark. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, did you find anything about Significant Other? No, no, there wasn't anything on that. All right. no, just, I don't yeah. think. I think it's just the title and the fact that the two of them are attached. I don't yeah. know a plot, but those mm-hmm. are the two things I know that are upcoming anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I think we touched about on it. We touched on Jason I'm, Bateman. I'm happy to do a podcast about him because we we love him. He's great, and uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately. Probably one of our favorite, both of our favorite actors of the last decade, easily. You know, yeah, so. hands down. Yeah. I mean, if you, so many cool things that he did, younger, and then the explosion coming really with in the last eight years with horrible bosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back if you if if you're listening to this podcast and you you trust our opinion, go back and watch Paul. Mm-hmm. Watch uh, extract, extract for sure. Uh, like a watch lot of people haven't seen. Um, that, so. Watch or even watch on YouTube like clips of his uh, scenes in Dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, what else would you recommend if if you're into dark and, and twisted a little bit? I, I'd watch you know, The Gift and Bad Words. Yeah. Both of those are underrated movies and both a little twisted and yeah. really good. Both. So yeah. You get a really good sense of. His range, his comedy, his drama, his di- he's directing, he mm. is producing Jason Bateman from where you started. Yeah. With little Ricky Schroeder and 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 what do we though was Little House on the Prairie yeah. or Carlton. And uh, Ricky Schroeder and Carlton to be where you are now. <laughs> I yeah, I'm sure Alfonso Ribeiro is looking at your career and going, You were third banana on that show. Yeah. <laughs> on Silver Spoons. Yeah. Now look at you. I'm dancing with the stars and people do gifts of me doing yeah. my doing my Carlton dance. <laughs> it's not unusual. Yeah. And now you're one of the hottest actors. Jason Bateman, yeah. yeah. By far, by far. Yeah. Uh, and in demand. Bankable, Bankable in demand. In demand. Yeah. yeah. Got nothing but nice things to say about the guy. Nope. Um I here's okay, one little fun fact before we end it. Did All you right. know that uh, he's he's married? Didn't know that. Uh his wife is 
Paul Anka's daughter. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're Paul Anka, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old school crooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. He's married to Paul Anka's daughter. Yeah, cool. And I and I did read somewhere a long time ago that uh, I because I don't remember it because I was too young. But his character in Silver Spoons, I'm mm. on thousand percent. I'm positive he was a fan of old crooner music and would talk about Paul Anka. And then he would grow hmm. up to eventually actually marry his daughter in real life. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? That'd be, yeah. Small yeah. world. Yeah, right. yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast yeah. about Jason Bateman. Um, we are excited about uh, what's going on in the Funko world right mm-hmm. now. We talked at the beginning about the Avengers Endgame pops. The movie is coming out on the 26th. There'll be another wave. We'll talk about that. Yep. Go on kdogandfish.com. Check out. It, is, it has been launch we're yeah or shipping out pops we're so excited we are going to be opening a physical store yeah in bracebridge muskoka ontario canada we'll give more details there'll be photos and videos uh of what the store looks like yeah as we roll out some youtube roll out some youtube yeah product reveals and all that kind of fun stuff getting on that too you can subscribe to our youtube channel uh it is up we're going to be loading a bunch of content on there it's Mm -hmm. k dog and fish uh, and you can follow us same on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, K Dog and Fish, uh, and go to the website. I mm-hmm. I am so excited about everything we got in the works. Oh, yeah. So so many cool Funko Pops coming out too oh, just, very soon. Too many. I don't even know how we're gonna So yeah. many product reveals, so many reviews of the pops and everything. It's gonna be it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. We got we got a lot London of London Toy Fair, New York Toy Fair. Yeah. Soon then, we're going to be San Diego Comic Con coming up. San Diego Comic Con coming up, and you know everything. It's just, but it, there's just all the in between pops. Yeah, it's just it's insane. There's so many yeah. that are coming out in the next uh, couple of months. Yeah, uh, we do uh, as we mentioned have the Avengers Endgame pops uh, in stock. Go to Kdog A N D Fish dot com. You have to mm-hmm. spell out the N uh, and get those today. We're looking forward to the next podcast. We will see you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Fish. I'm Kadok. And we'll see you again soon. See you.